Hello and welcome to the Pizza Notes podcast. We have another edition for you today looking specifically at what to expect from university and transitioning into uni and uh, how you can kind of best do that. Uh, today we have Kate along with us. Um, Kate's one of our national moderators on the ATAR Notes forums, has just finished second year of physiotherapy, which is fantastic. Um, absolutely loves cats. There's a little fun fact about her. Um, and we have Kate today. So Kate, welcome aboard. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm K888, for those of you who haven't already guessed. Yes, very good. K888 on the forums. Um, so I guess today, Kate, we'll just be running through some user submitted questions so we opened it up on facebook snapchat instagram so on um sneaky plug by the way if you haven't liked or followed then please do so um so we will start with a pretty broad question today kate so what is life at uni really like um obviously a lot of kind of misconceptions or a lot of rhetoric around what are the kind of perceptions that you've had through your first two years um that's a really hard question to answer i think because uni is so different for everyone. I think it's what you make of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's actually what makes it so great, I think. Uh, it's very different to high school. There's a lot of autonomy and independence. You have less contact time with teaching staff. Uh, and I find that there's quite different teaching styles and content delivery. Uh, whereas, you know, so in, for instance, in high school, you might have had a one-hour class mm-hmm. where you get to go through a PowerPoint that's, say, got 50 slides or something in it. Uh, and, you know, if you don't get through it all, you just go and finish it next lesson. Yep. Whereas in uni, you've got generally one-hour lectures, maybe a little bit shorter, and, and they can have a great deal more slides. You might have less or you can have up to 100 or something like mm-hmm. that. So there's a lot more content. And generally, if they don't finish, they'll go. the lecturer will go and record your lecture, uh, finish, and you have to go listen to that in your own time, which can be a little bit annoying. That's <laughs> yeah. right. um, so, so you mentioned that it's not really the same for everybody and there's a lot of kind of change. To kind of demonstrate that, so, so you're studying physio, so how many hours would you have as contact hours? So for those who don't know, essentially formal education hours, so lectures, tutorials and so on. So how many contact hours would you have per week? Uh, th- so it's changed now that I'm in second year. In mm-hmm. first year, in the first semester I did, it was quite uh, contact heavy. There was probably roughly about 24 hours a week, yep. maybe sometimes more uh, sometimes we've got close to 30, depending on what we had to do for the week. Uh, and that reduced in second semester. And now I'm in second year. I think I had like 16 in first semester. And then I dropped down again to 14, I think, this second semester. So it'll change across the uh, span of your degree. Mm-hmm. And it really depends on the units you're doing and what's involved in them. Yeah, and it depends a lot on the actual degree itself yeah, as well. Exactly. Um, so, for example, I, I studied arts. Probably the most contact hours I've ever had for any semester was about 12. Um, so you can see kind of the difference between um, degrees and, yeah. and what kind of impact that will have on your kind of day-to-day life. So next question, uh, what are some of the struggles that uni students have to go through in daily life? Uh so we can probably look at first the issues outside of the classroom. Yeah. Actually getting to uni can be difficult depending yes, on where absolutely. it is. Uh, so it's convenient for me because I live on campus, so I am a few minutes walk away from any classroom. <laughs> yeah. Very convenient. Uh, 
but if you live far away, you might have to drive and you've got to find a car park and that is a horror. And, and also expensive. And very expensive. Paying for parking permits and that sort of thing. It's a couple of hundred dollars usually, I think. Yeah. And, uh, it can be quite stressful. Uh, so you have to find... If you don't want to pay for parking permits, you have to find, you know, the little off-street parking mm -hmm. and that sort of thing, and you end up having to walk a little bit. Yep. But that's all right. Uh, and if you catch public transport, you're often at the mercy of train or tram timetables and or buses. Yeah, absolutely. And we all know what public transport is like. It's, it's not, not the best. the best. So you potentially have to leave home quite early or get home quite late. Uh, so that can be a bit of a problem mm -hmm. for people to, and particularly if you live far away from uni like I know some people who live in the western suburbs but are studying at Monash sure. and that's a massive commute mm -hmm. uh, then if you look at issues within class I'd say content delivered in lectures can be confusing or your lecturer might go through the content too fast uh, I'm sure current uni students know the struggles of having a bit of a dud lecturer. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you have to teach yourself the content, but that's just the way it is. Uh, you can also get uh, dud members of a group assignment. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. we all have a horror story. The old that. infamous group assignment. Yeah. Uh, so, look, there's little struggles that you'll encounter across your degree, but I think, think it's still very much worth it. Cool, yeah. I'd say one of the biggest struggles for some people is even just transitioning to the new kind of learning style. Oh, 100%. I, I would say I really struggled first year because uh, I was lucky enough that my parents paid to send me to a private school. So mm -hmm. I didn't think we were getting spoon-fed information, but then once I transitioned into first semester of uni, I really did figure out that we were being spoon-fed a lot. And I think even in any high school, whether you went to state high school or the fanciest private school, you're getting spoon-fed to some degree. Uh, so, you know, I think my message to people out there would be don't be stressed if things are very different for you because high school and university are separate for a reason. Uh, and that can it can be quite stressful, the transition, but you've just sort of got to power through it and find out your new learning techniques and that sort of thing. Yeah, and just on the flip side of that as well, we've kind of framed uni as a big a big change in the negative sense, but yeah. for a lot of people it's actually really big and positive. For, for a lot of people they really prefer the university kind of learning style or the environment or the kind of social scene even. And so for a lot of people that can actually be a good thing as well. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I would say I definitely prefer uni to high school. It's... Uh, letting me study something that I absolutely love mm -hmm. so I can pursue my interests. Uh, I have a lot more independence, which is something I've always really enjoyed. Yep. And I've been able to find out more about myself as a person without the constraints of high school. I'm sure, uh, you know, you're going through your teenager phase. A lot of people in high school can uh, sympathise with, the, you know, you don't like teachers telling you to do stuff and that sort of thing. And, uh, I think uni is great because you get to have a lot more of a friendly relationship with teaching staff and they're talking to you like your peers or co-workers rather than someone with a great deal more power over you. Great, yeah. Um, the next question we had submitted, we've touched on a little bit, is how is uni different from high school? So we've touched a little bit on like the academic side or even the, the class structure. 
Do you have any further thoughts on that or even things like the social scene or, or anything at all? Yeah, well, uh, you mentioned the social scene, so I'll touch on that first. Yep. Uh, I think in high school, you're friends with a lot of people because you see them five days a week and you don't realise that until you move into uni and you don't see these people as often. Uh, that's not to say you can't be friends with people uh, you were friends with in high school. It's well worth the effort of maintaining those friendships, I've found. But you get to meet new people in uni and that's fantastic because often they have the same interests as you if they're in the same course. It can take a little bit of time to make uh, friends because you're all adults, you're all worried about making a faux pas and that sort of thing, mm -hmm. uh, whereas you're not sort of weird 12-year-olds who just sure. jumped into a classroom together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then on the academic side of things, I think in year 12, you're learning content essentially just to get a score in your exams. To yeah. Pass exams, you're learning how to answer certain questions in a specific way so that the examiners you know, say, good job, well done. Whereas in uni, it's more about equipping you with knowledge about the world and skills. Uh, and it's not about taking an exam. I find that the knowledge I'm gaining is stuff I'm going to use. Obviously, I'm trained to be a physio, so I need to be able to use it once I graduate. Yep, true. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's less about exams and assessment. Uh, whilst assessment is a big part of uni, uh, you're not getting taught stuff purely just to pass an exam. Cool. Um, so, quick question. Have you preferred, so far at least, have you preferred your two years of uni or do you prefer high school just holistically? Uh, like I mentioned before, I think I really prefer uni because yep. it's let me find out my interests and meet new people and I'm really pursuing something that I have a huge, huge passion for. So uh, I think uni is so much better than high school for that reason. Although if you asked me the same question last year in first year, I might not have had the same answer. It's taken me probably this extra year to settle in uh, and really get in the groove of things uh, to be able to confidently say that I'm really liking uni. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I think that would be consistent for a lot of people. Uh, I've spoken to a lot of people in the first year they've really, really struggled with, whether that be like socially, academically, whatever the case is. Um, for me, that was the case as well. I hated first year uni, like absolutely despised it, everything about it. Um, and I was really, really close to actually dropping out after my first year. Um, but after that, I started, you know, going to more lectures and getting more involved um, and kind of putting myself out there a bit more. And from that point forward, I really appreciated uni and the differences between that and high school. So things like going on exchange were, you know, really, really fantastic experiences and things that I couldn't have done at high school. So if you do get into uni and feel, you know, in the first two weeks, four weeks, first semester, first year even, the things aren't working out for you, then I'd really encourage you to speak to the people around you. Um, and it might just be the case that you kind of need to get used to your new environment. If you're really hating it, it might not even be the degree or it might not be the uni or it might not be the people. It might just uh, be kind of getting used to that transition. You're listening to the ATAR Notes podcast. Not sure how relevant this one is to you, Kate, but does it get easier to understand maths at uni than in VCE or HSE? Uh, so I don't think I'm necessarily the right person to answer this question because uh, I don't really study maths. Sure. <laughs> but I do have 
a bit of uh, statistics incorporated into my course. Yep. And so things like the p-value and standard deviations and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what the, whether they do that in further, but I did methods and that was certainly involved. So it was helpful to have that knowledge behind me. But I find that the statistics more often now is about interpreting that data rather than answering equations. So it's just a bit of a different view. I think naturally maths gets harder in uni because you're getting older. You're learning more complex content. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to struggle heaps because, again, you've got different teaching techniques to the ones in high school and you're not having to learn necessarily how to answer questions in a certain way like you do uh, in VC or HSC. Uh, I have friends who are now doing engineering and are absolutely killing it and they got you know, I think one friend got a 27 raw in methods sure. and I have friends who got low 30s, but now they're absolutely awesome at maths. Yeah. So I don't think if if you're not the best at maths in high school, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to struggle heaps with maths in uni and vice versa. Yeah, so so there's still hope is what you're saying for those 100%. struggling at the moment. Awesome. Um, okay, how about this one? Are times at university flexible or all of your classes compulsory or can you kind of um, fit your schedule? Uh, I guess it depends on the degree. I imagine arts would have been quite flexible in terms yeah, it was, of... Yeah, it was super flexible for me, yeah. Uh, so you probably wouldn't have had many compulsory classes, whereas uh, at the end of my degree, I'm going to be a registered health professional. So yep. a lot of my classes are compulsory. I have attendance hurdles. Mm -hmm. uh, and, but that being said, things are still flexible. Uh, in the first in the first year of your degree, you don't really have any say over your timetable in physio at least. Mm -hmm. But uh, I've been able to choose my prac groups and stuff this year, which has been great. Uh, and for me, the lectures aren't compulsory to attend. So that's something at least. But obviously, I still have to go to practicals and uh, that sort of thing and placement days. Uh, but, you know, uni is definitely a lot more flexible than high school, I think. Yeah, it's funny thinking about high school now on reflection because that's Monday to Friday, you know, 9 a.m. until maybe like 3.30 p.m. And I think a lot of people, having been to uni, would really struggle going back to that kind of structured environment. Do you agree with that? Oh, 100%. Like, some days I have one or two lectures, so yeah. I have two hours of class. Sure. And I go home and I'm exhausted. Yeah. And I just can't imagine i used to get up at 6 30 every morning for school mm. for six years and i wouldn't get home till almost five o'clock yep. and i just don't know how i did that uh i think it was less taxing in terms of you uh exhausting your brain mm -hmm. in high school uh uni can the content can be a bit more difficult uh, and you've got to challenge yourself to be engaged because you haven't got teachers telling you you know come on focus i'm going to kick you out of class if you yeah. don't focus yeah. uh you've got to really be uh disciplined and that sort of thing but yeah i would 100 percent not be able to go back to high school i just couldn't deal with that rigidity yeah. anymore cool um so i think you mentioned earlier that you were currently staying on campus or living on campus so there's a question here what are the pros and cons of living on campus it's probably a consideration for a lot of people. Um, I assume that convenience would be one advantage, uh, but maybe speak a little bit about that. 
Yeah, convenience is probably the biggest advantage. Uh, you have just one less thing to worry about in the transition to uni because you don't have to worry about finding a park or negotiating public transport and you get to expand your social circles a bit as well. You get to meet other people who are moving out of home as well and they often have similar experiences to you so that can be a great way to make friends uh, and you know plus you've got uh, senior residents uh, who are RAs I think stands for resident advisors or something it's a little bit different uh, from uni to uni mm -hmm. and you know they've lived on campus for a few years uh, so they're more familiar with uni and that sort of thing and they organize events you know, free meals, uh, interactions, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so you can get to know other people and you get to have a bit of a family away from home. Uh, you know, so those are some of the big advantages. But I would say probably one of the biggest cons of living on campus is I found that it's made me a bit of a lazy student okay. because I don't have to physically get in the mindset of, I'm going to uni now and I'm going to study because I live at the uni yep. <laughs> and if I have class, I can just come home and have a snack or have a nap sure. afterwards. Whereas my friends who don't live on campus have to go to the library and study or do something productive. So that can be a bit of a problem. And also it's very easy for me to skip class because I'm just like, oh, 10 more minutes, you know, it's 10 minutes till my class. Yeah. I haven't even got out of bed yet and yep. <laughs> I can still make it. Uh, so I'm actually going to be living off campus next year and I'll be interested to see if I become a bit less of a lazy student yeah, in great. that respect. Yeah, we'll have to do another podcast in 12 months from now and uh, compare your situations. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a few questions here just flicking through them at the moment on the financial side of moving out and particularly on living on campus. Um, what are your thoughts on that? So there's one question, for example, even things like how do you know how much you're going to be spending on groceries and things like that for people moving out for the first time? Do you have any advice or any thoughts or even just what you experienced moving out? Uh, yeah, so I'm lucky enough that my parents uh, pay my rent at the moment, so that's mm -hmm. one thing I don't have to worry about. Uh, but obviously I realise not everyone's in the same boat. Yep. So there's assistance schemes like Centrelink, uh, if you're an Indigenous student, there's Ab Study and that sort of thing. Uh, and the uni has a lot of resources to help you out. There's scholarships and loans you can get. Uh, in terms of groceries, I think it's great when you're still living at home to start going along and doing the shopping with your parents, asking them questions about, you know, when do you buy such and such? How long does insert fruit or vegetable name here last yeah. for what's the best storage technique for this uh, and you just get your parents to teach you stuff uh, and Google's also great yeah. if you don't know how to do something. Uh, in terms of actually spending specific amounts of money for groceries I think you just have to uh, sort of learn from experience uh, for instance, I know to pay for groceries for myself for a week, it can be anywhere between 30 to $60, depending yep. on how empty my cupboard is. Yep. <laughs> uh, so it's just the experience, uh, working out how to be savvy with saving money. So maybe you just buy home brand instead of the fancy brand bread or sure. something like that. Uh, there's little things and they all add up 
to big savings in the end. Cool. Um, and just to finish off, we've got one final question. Where do you hope to be 10 years from now? 10 years from now. So I will, I just turned 20, so I will be 30 yeah. 10 years from now. That is scary. <laughs> uh, I hope mostly just to be happy and content in life. I think I want to be really successful in my field. Mm -hmm. uh, at the moment, I've just done a semester studying neurological physio. So, you know, things to do with strokes, uh, that sort of thing, all, mm -hmm. all to do with the brain. And that's really interested me. So I think I want to pursue that once I graduate. Uh, that might change over the next two years. Stay tuned. Uh, but whatever field I want to go into, I just want to be a leader in that field. Uh, I want to be someone... Uh, this is a huge goal of most physio students. You want to be someone who, if someone has a problem and they go to a health professional, they say, oh, go to such and such for this issue. They are the best, you know, because I think I really want to be able to use my skills to help people. Uh, and it's really exciting that I can use something I've learned over the past however many years to help someone get healthy or recover from an injury and that sort of thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, thank you so much to everybody who submitted questions. Sorry that we couldn't get to all of them. We might have another podcast in the future with uh, a few more of those questions. Otherwise, thank you so much, Kate, for your time. And it was Kate's birthday just a few days ago, so feel free to send through uh, birthday messages to Kate as well. Happy belated birthday, Kate, and thank you so much for your time. Thanks for listening to the ATAR Notes podcast. For more free resources, hit up atarnotes.com.